Hello everyone, welcome to Rejoice in Truth, um, I was gonna say chapter 2, season 2, episode 4, um, so, the Lord kind of put something on my heart, um, honestly, what I'm struggling with right now, and, um, I find it useful, I don't really know how to describe it, but when I, like, write when I'm struggling, or I talk about it, especially on these podcasts and things like that, that it just gets me running back to God, and I hope it does the same for you, but, um, I want to talk about how to, like, restore, I guess, your fire and zeal for God, and I was watching, um, Servants of Christ on YouTube, oh my goodness, okay, sorry, I don't know if she, like, self-promotion or whatever, but probably not, anyways, but her, oh my goodness, her devotion to God is so beautiful, and I was just watching her videos and how dedicated she is to God and how intimate her relationship with God is, and she, she, restoring your fire for God, so a lot of things I'm going to say is I'm going to say what the Holy Spirit said through her, and I guess what the Lord has kind of put on my heart, so, um, this might be a little long, but I guarantee if you just stay and listen, I'm pretty sure God will speak to you, because I feel like, oh, there's so many things I just want to touch on, and, um, a lot of things have been in my heart, I just don't know how to get them out, so, um, anyways, Um, as y'all know, I'm very spontaneous, so this could go anywhere and everywhere, and by the way, (laughs) I'm using, like, my ear, uh, my ear, ooh, mosquito, I'm using my earbuds, microphone thing, y'all, okay, just pray that for Christmas I get, like, a whole, like, cool sound system and everything, (laughs) anyways, okay, I'm so sorry, um, let's pray, because, um, I just really want God to intercede all the way, and that nothing that I say may be of my own will or from my own speech or my own interpretation, but completely God's wisdom and everything of God. So, Heavenly Father, thank you so much that I have the opportunity to do this and um, that you're, you are going to touch many souls and lives, God, through this. Um, it's in your will. And I just ask, God, that you would speak directly through me and anything that comes into my mind and my heart that I say may be directly from your Holy Spirit, and not my own interpretation or wisdom, but directly from you, Father, and that you would have your way, God, and completely touch this person, and you would bring them back to their first love with you, God, and that they would earnestly, eagerly, willingly, intimately seek you, and that I would do the same, God, um, this whole thing is yours, and all the glory is yours, and I am absolutely powerless with everything that happens, so I give everything you. Surrendered to you, God, for you to have your way. Oh, and we ask for your will to be done. <laughs> in Jesus' name, amen. Oh, sorry, I kind of like blew into this flower. That's probably not the best. Okay. Anyways, alright, guys. So, um, let's first talk about how we lose our fire for God. Because, okay, I, oh, okay. Alright, so there's like many different things that can make us, I guess, lose our fire or like devotion to God, and the first thing I want to point out is that, um, sometimes, alright, so sometimes God, I guess, backs up a little bit, and, um, I guess we don't feel his presence, or we don't, like, feel him in general, and, like, he backs up a little bit, and why does he do that? Well, one, he wants us to see if we are gonna still seek him, even if we don't feel, I guess, a feeling, presence or whatever like he wants to still see if we are going to seek him and 
so that's one thing right and i just want to touch on that if you're basing your relationship with uh we're gonna call him joshua because that is his name (laughs) so if you are uh, if you are basing your relationship with like joshua like based off of like your feelings and like what you're feeling if you feel his presence oh you know what this day was really good because i really just felt god um let me tell you the feelings are temporary and they're gonna they're gonna shift and they're gonna change and the feelings that you had yesterday weren't gonna be the same as the feelings you had today and like so first of all do not lean on your own understanding and i would say that that that's also like do not lean on your own feelings because that <laughs> that will change um sorry i'm like speaking really close to this anyways um but yeah that's the first thing that do not lean on your feelings and you probably already know that but if you don't do, don't do that and another thing um that will pull us away from god is idols and oh sorry i just broke anyways idols okay so we're gonna spend a little bit talking about this because oh my goodness when we read the Old Testament, or even the New Testament, but you're going to see a lot that it says, like, oh my goodness, I am going through Jeremiah every Saturday night or Sunday morning. Like, I, before church, I'm, I always go through the book of Jeremiah, so let me turn to it, because I do not have a tab for that one, so I'm kind of, like, looking for it. Anyways, um, and a lot of it, it's just how Israel is turned from God and went to worthless idols or, you know, alright, so, um, alright, <laughs> okay, Jesus gave me the verse, alright, wow, I need to stop saying that, anyways, Jeremiah chapter 2, verse 13, my people have committed two sins, they have forsaken me, the spring of living waters, and have dug their own sinisters, broken sinisters that cannot hold water, so that's one of them that I read. I was like, wow. Um, ooh, oh my goodness. Um, wait. Why am I doing this? Okay, I'm going to go through this. <laughs> wow, guys. Anyways, read Jeremiah if you haven't. It's really good. Alright, um, I'm trying to find one that I want to use. Oh, alright. Jeremiah chapter 2, verse 5. And I might... Uh, let's read to 7. Uh, this is what the Lord says. What fault did your ancestors find in me that they strayed so far from me? They followed worthless idols and became worthless themselves. They did not ask, where is the Lord who brought us up out of Egypt and led us through the barren wilderness, through a land through a land of deserts and ravines? Yeah, ravines. And a land of drought and utter darkness. And a land where no one travels and no one and brought you into a fertile land to eat its fruit of and y'all I don't know where this is going (laughs) Holy Spirit (laughs) Um, the priest did not ask where is the Lord those who do okay Um, they called the Lord okay so y'all kind of get the point that like they followed all these worthless idols and that verse 5 where it says what fault did your ancestors find in me that they strayed so far from me they followed worthless idols and became worthless themselves that's kind of saying that whatever okay here's an idol so an idol is whatever you you're putting time and dedication and devotion to so like if you're thinking about it a lot or like it's just something that you kind of base your actions on and depend on and um 
you're just like going to it instead of going to God. So like technically an idol is like everything that replaces the place of God in your life, in your heart. And I think the biggest enemy that we have is really ourselves because we are one battling the flesh and you know as Christians we're trying to deny the flesh, we're trying to design de- design oh my goodness. <laughs> we're trying to deny our own <coughs> whoa de- deny our own like desires and flesh and things like that and it's it's hard it's so so hard but guess what holy spirit gives us strength jesus gives us strength and you know um every time okay i'm homeschooled y'all know that but i'm just here at home and i get really tempted to just fall into old sins and um every time you know like especially today like it was a hard fight and i was like oh, no i'm not gonna i'm not gonna do it i'm not gonna do it and I didn't. And let me tell you why. Because every time I got the thoughts, I asked, Holy Spirit, give me strength, Holy Spirit. By your power, please overcome this. Help me overcome this. And, you know, like prayer, petition. <laughs> prayer, petition. Anyways. But yeah, like every time you're hit with a sin or temptation, like, y'all, even though it's strong, I just de- I just declare Jesus, Jesus, and then, like, run to your Bible or something, like, worship, like, repeat worship, like, whatever you know how to, like, how you fight your battles, which is obviously worship prayer, whatever, like, how we seek God, that is how we fight our battle, right? So, like, those things that you know to be true that helped you overcome the sin before, well, use it to overcome it again, because the thing is, the battle against our heart, like, Proverbs chapter 4, verse 23 says, guard your heart, above all else for everything you do flows from it so the thing is we have to start guarding our heart y'all and a lot of us may be like "Eh, how do we guard our heart well let me tell you the only way you can guard your heart really is truly abiding in jesus i y'all i don't even know what else to say because jesus is the answer to everything and um anyways idols sorry back to that um so like idols yeah I think one of the biggest idols that I have personally that I don't really talk about or um, I like, I guess I don't notice it. Um, I'm gonna name a couple. So the, f- sorry y'all, you know I'm just trying to be vulnerable here. Anyways, but some idols that I have definitely the first one would be like um, self, like pride. And I want to speak about this one real quick. So, pride and just, okay, self-love. That is a huge thing right now in our culture, especially Gen Z, blah, 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 in the youth, is self-love. Um, yeah, that's kind of like a huge thing now. But I want to I, I wanna be the first to say that self-love is pride. And the thing is, like we're trying to validate ourselves right and those that truly love god and truly love jesus they would not find the validation in themselves they would not try to like think of themselves highly like you know like they'd be like okay my validation comes from god my approval comes from god like i don't need like okay i'm not saying you shouldn't like love the way god made you like we're fearfully and wonderfully made but don't make that become an idol in the fact that like self-love like i have to love myself and love 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 and elevate my ego and feed my ego what pleases me what i do oh i do this because i love it i go shopping and be all materialistic and so the thing is wow um i call myself anyways (laughs) okay self-love um but yeah like i think that just becomes a huge idol in our culture 
culture and our lives when we kind of frame that like the whole thing mental health matters and i'm not okay i'm not shaming that because yes it's very important that like i guess we notice that those that are like going through depression or you know mental health or whatever but like do not let that become an idol ever and culture is tricky it society will try to get you in things that like seem satisfying and pleasing and good when in reality like we're honestly destroying ourselves and i just encourage y'all to you know the life of jesus really just teaches us servanthood and how we should be humbling ourselves instead of exalting ourselves so um y'all know how i have rejoice in truth which is my ministry that i have on instagram and i mean it's this too but anyways god's ministry is not my ministry it's god's and anyways with that like i used to not really care about how i looked or like um i guess what i was putting out there as much like as i do now like i wouldn't look at the comments and the likes as much as i do now or pay attention to who's looking at it like i think i've definitely idolized the fact that like i need to make everything perfect so i look good when in reality like if i were really doing it for the lord that those things would not matter at all and i would only care about the approval of christ and that is something that god has been i guess revealing to me is like the things that are deep down in my heart because truly i profess the name of christ right but there i have so much evilness in my heart and i just remember before i mean obviously sinful like we're sinful people like jesus is the only sinless one but we are sinful and our human nature and like i guess pride is really the root of all sin fear and pride are the root of all sin and i'm just like i keep thinking of how i used to okay sorry i'm not trying to elevate myself right now but i'm just saying like i used to spend so much time with jesus i would stay up till like 3 a.m just reading my bible and now i look at myself now and i don't even pick that's just me being very honest because if y'all know me like in person if y'all see my bible it's, it's a mess oh my goodness it's falling apart all the pages are ripped again i'm not trying to elevate myself or like my relationship with god i have nothing to boast i am nothing and really really i'm nothing and um anyways sorry but y'all look at my bible it's it's a mess it's like colored everywhere like i can't even read the words and i like like y'all see that and be like oh she definitely reads her word every single day oh my goodness And it hurts to say that because the thing is, like, I've made other thing, other things idols. And I don't spend enough time in prayer. Like, oh, another idol I've made is sleeping. Oh, my gosh. I would be like, I, I've been trying to discipline. That's a lie. I have not been trying to discipline myself. I say that, but I haven't, I haven't put effort. And the thing is, like, we're never going to really have a perfect relationship with God. But our goal is to try to be the most biggest reflection of Jesus that we can. And to truly love him and know him. Um, my beautiful friend, Noelle, <laughs> she said this one thing that, like, is going to stick with me all my life. Because she said, when Jesus said in Revelation, or you either hear, when you get to heaven, or I guess the gate, when you see God, right, after you die, and he either will say good job my good and faithful servant or he would say depart from me i never knew you meaning um 
you never served me. No, I never knew you. So the importance of knowing Christ, the importance of reading your word, the importance of spending time in prayer, in worship, in adoration, and like don't let it be a thing that's like, oh yeah, I prayed today, I uh, worshiped a little, yeah, I should be good. No, but like spend time because the thing is we have 24 hours in a day and there's time for everything. If you have time to... Um, you know, be on your phone and blah, 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 whatever you do. Like, instead of calling that friend, or instead of just spend time, spend time, spend time on your knees just talking to God, just repenting. And, um, anyways, but sleep, I made that a huge idol, and I'm sorry. Anyways, another idol is, wow, I can't think, friends? Yeah, I adore my friends, oh my goodness, I love my friends so much, I love my family, but that has become an idol. I've been going to them first. I've been um, going on my phone and trying to answer them, and instead of actually disciplining myself and spending time with the Lord, like I've been putting that and how I can please people above how I can truly serve and know Christ, like know Him. Um, sorry. Ooh, I, I drank the soda thing. <laughs> y'all examples Ooh, um all right um like tv and things like that and your phone i think that i think social media and our phones is like the biggest idol right now and like like ourselves like I, honestly we wow um but yeah those, those things are huge idols and how we run to them instead of running to god and we just run to those things instead of numbing i mean for, to numb our pain instead of running to god to heal us from everything and um because there's a difference between when you run to idols you are numbing pain but when you run to god there is healing and um wow that's kind of profound honestly and another thing is um you kind of become what you're serving you're committed whatever you commit to is no whatever you're committed to is what you well, how did the quote go i read it and i was like why well, it's in proverbs 27 um i had it written down next to something it was like whatever you um we are committed to what you commit to so i know yeah that's probably confusing but whatever you're putting time and dedication to that's literally what you're going to be committed to and if you're committed to pleasing people and like trying to oh my goodness okay here's a huge thing that i think honestly every christian i'm sorry who am i to judge but like because i kind of do this too oh my goodness a big thing i've been struggling with is like people pleasing during worship that is really bad y'all and let me tell you why if you're so concerned of the way you look and um and like how good you're singing or how you look for your, your friend or like your crush or whatever in church <laughs> y'all the church is not a place to try to make relationship like yes of course it's amazing and beautiful to have a godly like family and community but don't let the church be a place to go like for your social life it should never be like that in fact the church should be a place of communion with god and um 
dedication to God and to honor God and to worship Him. And I, I, I don't know if I sound like like a crazy Bible person right now, but or like a crazy religious person. That's not what I'm going for. I'm telling y'all because it is true, and it is dangerous if you're committing to other things but the living God, because everything else will pass away. The Bible says that heaven and earth will pass away, or like people in their glory, they're like wildflowers; they will perish. But the word of God remains forever. But God remains forever, and just telling y'all that like it's true like that whatever you are just committing to whatever you're giving time above god that's what you will become and if people pleasing is your life then uh, wait where was i going with that if okay anyways don't people please guys especially during worship because it's that just shows the posture of our heart that shows if we are really all in for christ or if we care about what man thinks because the bible says you cannot serve two masters you either love one or you hate the other so i just want y'all to think about that do you love that one thing in your life above god you might say no 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 i love god more than anything but if we are putting our time and dedication into others things that isn't yahweh then we then we just prove that we are loving our things. And okay, I one thing I want y'all to know is that it's not about like 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 being perfect in the sense of like oh my gosh I, I can't sin I can't blah, blah, blah. because the thing is like we we're, we're we live in the flesh like we're going to sin right and where's it going with that oh my goodness and we're, we're going to sin like obviously we know that. But, um, know that it's, like, okay, it's not okay to, oh my goodness, but, like, don't ever just abuse God's grace in that way. It's like, oh, yeah, but he forgives, like, it's fine, like, he forgives, like, I'm just gonna do it one time, he forgives, and I'm pretty sure I talked about that in, like, another episode, but, um, (laughs) episode, anyways, episode, um, I'm pretty sure I talked about that before, but, like, it's like don't abuse god's grace in in that sense if you truly want to be a reflection of christ there are some things that we're just gonna have to make sacrifices for and we're gonna have to cut down these idols in our lives and we're just gonna have to pray that god would have his way that we would have full devotion to him and that he would just like rip out the idols of our heart that he would show us what is deep down in our hearts and that he may be the king of our hearts and nothing else and um anyways i literally couldn't but, um, yeah, so, like, the pure, okay, here is kind of how we restore our fire to God back, or what I heard from that video that I thought was really, um, like, profound. So, the purity of our faith, and I think that is just found when we spend time in the Word, when we spend time with God, He, he purifies us, He sanctifies us, and we become pure, and gives us a pure heart right and the devil is after your pure heart because he wants to distort it he wants to corrupt it but i just y'all i am pleading with you that you will guard your heart that you would pray a fortress around your heart that the lord would give you wisdom and discernment if things are from him or not and um we would just start guarding our hearts because the thing is especially with youth my oh how my heart breaks for the youth for my generation y'all know i'm 13 so do y'all know that whatever anyways i'm 13 
breaks my heart to see that well okay first of all i am awe and gratitude but also with a broken heart that that god saved me like it breaks me that god like wait no no that's not where i'm going with this okay i am in awe and gratitude that god saved me from the path that i was going down but my heart breaks for those that are still going down that path y'all if y'all don't know my testimony i struggled with suicide i struggled with depression um i struggled with pornography and masturbation and i struggled with um fear like really bad fear and uh, did i say anxiety but like anxiety attacks and i would get them at school and i would like heaviness and oppression and it was so dark for me because the thing is i idolized all these things and i didn't know the living god i didn't believe in the living god the path that the youth is going down y'all need to be awake if you're if you know jesus christ and you're listening to this i just y'all there it's, it's a dark world and one thing that we need to start guarding our hearts and mind against is music and tv and what we are watching and what we are putting time to let me tell you guys that a lot of people in hollywood have given their souls to the devil have a lot of people that are famous and i'm just i'm not saying just the travis scott concert because first of all that was a whole demonic sacrifice but um there's a lot of others not just rappers but there's a lot of others who um have given their life to the devil for fame and i can prove that to you because in the temptations of jesus the devil tells Jesus, if you bow down and worship me, I'll give you all this kingdom and all this splendor. So don't think it was just that Travis Scott concert, but there's so many others, y'all. And that's why I say that we cannot idolize these people. That we cannot be like, I love him, I want to be like them because they might seem good, but their hearts are evil. And the thing is, the youth is running after these famous people because... They, they want to feel known, they want to feel loved, they want to find an example to live by. So they run to famous people, they run to people who don't know Jesus Christ. And it breaks my heart to see that I was I was going down that path. I was addicted to secular music, I was addicted to rap music especially, and like the lyrics, and I would sing them, and I would let that sink into my mind, and I became like that. I became what the lyrics said, I became like the shows I watched, and you will become what you serve you will become what you put dedication time in. if you are putting time in your word if you are putting time with jesus you will become a reflection of jesus you'll become you'll have a pure heart and a pure mind and you'll have discernment and wisdom but if you are dedicating time to the world let's say you are idolizing relationships right now or you are idolizing love in other places but christ you will become like that and your thoughts and your mind and your heart will run on that and everything you do will be to glorify that and to um i lean on that and i don't really know how to explain that but i hope you i hope that makes sense for y'all because i think everyone has just experienced that and um but my heart really does break for the the path that the youth is going down and i've just been praying for a revival revival has been on my heart it was last year that word in around january the lord gave me this vision and i was just really um constant in prayer revival happening in the youth and i okay um i i um i didn't well i don't really like sharing visions i used to a lot and i 
oh this year whoa what am i saying february of 2021 so a couple months back i'm so sorry um i've already known the lord for a year but um anyways he gave me this vision of this huge river it spread so far out and i saw all these kids all these kids i used to go to school with they mocked god and they were all getting baptized and giving their lives to christ and that vision gave me so much hope it put me into tears because i'm there's hope for this generation, and the Lord will bring revival, and I don't know how he's going to do it, but the thing is, I'm not going to base the way I see things off of me thinking there's not going to be results out of, oh, I'm, God is bigger than me, his ways are not my ways, and his thoughts are not my thoughts, neither are they yours, because God is bigger than all of us, and I think if we can't accept the fact that there's someone, something bigger than us, then, man, we have a lot to pray, because we are made for more than just us. And God made us to serve Him, to love Him, to know Him. And He, in return, He gives us joy, true satisfaction, true love in Jesus. And I... Well, <laughs> oh my goodness, I'm like preaching to myself right now, y'all. Anyways, but um, there's this verse... Romans chapter 12, verse 10 through 13. Be devoted to one another in love. Honor one another above yourselves. Never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fever. That means fire, serving the Lord. Be joyful in hope, patient in affliction, faithful in prayer. Share with the Lord's people who are in need. Practice hospitality. So I think really Micah 6 8. Did I talk about this before? Yes, I'm pretty sure I did. But um, this verse has been running my mind because I was like, God, what, what do you desire of me? And Micah 6 8, 8 said, but um, I'm going to read it because I don't like misquoting verses. And um, I do that a lot because I lean on my own understanding. Um, anyways, Micah 6 8, it says, He has shown you, O mortal, what is good, and what does the Lord require of you to act justly in love mercy and to walk humbly with your God. And um, walk with God, and humbly too, because just because you know Christ doesn't mean you're better than anyone else, doesn't mean you're higher than anyone else, because the thing is, Jesus has shown us a way to live, and um, servanthood, y'all, we should be serving, serving, and we should... Should be like, Lord, I am nothing, but you are everything, and through you, Jesus, I just pray that you would use me. This one thing I've been praying every single day it's in Acts chapter 4, verses 29 through 30. It says, Now, Yahweh, consider their threats and enable your servants to speak your word with great boldness. Stretch out your hand to heal and perform signs and wonders through the name of your, of your holy servant, Yeshua. So that has been praying that a lot that that god will just consider the threats of those that are against him and against his people his bride and that he would just stretch out his hand and through his servants he would heal and perform signs and wonders the people will see god and just schools have been on my heart a lot i've been praying and praying 
public school and that I just that he would know I could not that he would use me and use those that know him there and that they would be there would be a huge revival breakout in that school there's a lot of atheism going around and a lot of people that don't believe in the Lord and that breaks my heart because I was there too and every time they they try to I, I guess go against God like you're messaging me I'm just saying I just say what why don't you believe because I was in your place and I can relate and I praise God that um, I didn't believe before because the thing is never be ashamed of your testimony because God can use that to save someone and I just encourage y'all to speak with boldness about Jesus Christ. Do not hide it. Do not hide it. It's selfish to hide your love for Christ. Is it love if you don't share it? Is it love if you don't talk about it? And, uh, sorry, I'm going to talk about this one more thing that also has been on my heart. But a lot of us, we just adopt this view of Christ, of what people say about him. And we just say, yeah, 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 that sounds good. But we've never really experienced Christ. Ask y'all to pray that God would reveal Himself to you. His love, His grace, His mercy, that you would see that and you wouldn't just hear it, but you would believe it because you've experienced it and you've seen it. And um, those that have a twisted view of Christ, I just encourage y'all to ask God the same thing that He would show Himself to you. And guys, don't talk to God like He's your friend, like He's your best friend, He's your father, because prayer isn't something that it's just auditioned or like you hear other people say like okay prayer position thank you god for the it 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 almost sounds like like you're control like you're a robot like it's not genuine and see prayer is a beautiful conversation with god it's communion don't let it be something that's rehearsed every time you say grace before you eat or something like like true like he wants to hear it all no matter what it is he wants to hear it all and I want to pray for y'all one more time before um, I close out on this. Um, but, um, yes, Heavenly Father, God, thank you so much that, uh, you know, I don't know how the audio was, Jesus. I don't, I don't know how this whole thing went, but you do, and you know the lives that, you know how you're going to use this, God, and who you're going to touch with this, Jesus. So I just ask, God, that it would get to the right person, the right people who would see this, Jesus, would hear it, and hear your word, Lord, and anything that I said of my own understanding, Lord, I pray that it would be forgotten, but your words would truly stick with us, Lord, and we would walk by them, we would abide in them, God. I pray that you would clean our hearts and purify us, Jesus. Help us have a pure faith in you and um, to seek you genuinely, intimately, Lord, and that in great boldness we would proclaim the wonder of your name and your salvation. It is for you alone and no name under heaven under the heavens can there be salvation in the name of jesus and i just ask lord that you would show us what it's like to walk with you you would show us your love and your presence god that we may have a touch of heaven if it's in your will jesus but mostly all the glory and praise and the honor goes to you thank you for saving us for sending your son giving us the gift of the holy spirit god for demonstrating love in a way of life through Jesus. Um, God, I, I just thank you so much, and I ask that you would humble us, 
and that we would become servants, and that we would know our place, and we would know yours, that you may be the first God, that you may tear down every idol in our life. May may we be fully devoted to you, wholeheartedly devoted to you, Jesus, and that everything we do may be for your glory alone. We love you, Jesus. Please bring revival upon the youth in this generation, and and that you would clean your church, God. You would cleanse the church and you would purify it too, Father, that we may be ready to be your bride for Jesus is coming back. And we know that to be true, God, so I just pray revival, Jesus. True revival break out, God, and that you would break us, break our hearts for what breaks yours, and you would break us if that's what it takes to really know you, God, and that our hearts would be fully devoted to you. I just ask that you stay faithful to you and our hearts may be may they be loyal to you god we love you and we thank you for all that you do god for being jehovah jireh jehovah well we'll come back to that anyways <laughs> healer cornerstone provider spring living spring spring of water living waters um a chosen one anointed one the most holy I'm trying to memorize all the names of God. Um, anyways, <laughs> God, thank you so much for all that you do. Um, like I said, and I just pray um, also the people, God, that they would be obedient to the calling that you have placed on their hearts, Father. Whatever that may be, God, that they would may they may be obedient, Father. And um, everything for your glory. And we ask your will. Ultimately, your will may be done. Not our own, but yours in everything. And if we ever drift away, like, yank us back. Alright y'all, so, um, sorry, that was a little bit of a longer one, but if you listen to the whole thing, God bless you. And, um, I have to read this book because, um, my wonderful youth pastor, (laughs) shout out to Andy. y'all to just spend time in the word that i I hope this encourage you to deep dive into his word and just take time with him and dedicate time with him and this may bring you back to your first love the first love that brought you back that brought you to jesus that you may just pursue him with all your heart and um i usually post devotionals or things like that on god's ministry on instagram it's called rejoice in truth same thing but um anyways um, all glory to God, y'all, and, um, yes, I'm praying for all of you, and I love you guys very much. Bye!